Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Andy Grammer performs live at the Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia this Friday night. He joined me to break down his career of hits from Honey, I'm Good to It's Good to Be Alive, Hallelujah, and Fresh Eyes. Hey, Andy Grammer. Hey, thank you so much for joining us on WTOP in D.C. Good to be here, buddy. How are you? Doing all right. Where are you driving at? Where you pulled over to the side of the road? <laughs> Dude, pull, well, pulled over. I'm right outside of my daughter's uh, my elementary school. I got a couple days before I head out on tour, so I'm getting in as much time as I can. Nice. Some good father time. I love it. I love yeah, it. Well, of course. What's, your, what's your favorite driving song since you're behind the wheel? Oh, my favorite <laughs> driving song. I mean, there's Incubus Drive. I'm just trying right? to, you know what I mean? Yeah, like sometimes... I've been listening to a lot of like um, jazz music lately. Okay. Uh, there's this really awesome Nigerian jazz guy called Fela Kuti that I'm getting into. All right. That is a freaking vibe. That's what I'll say. Everybody go listen to that. All right. There you go. We should tell everybody we're we're talking uh, not about you going to daughter's school. We're talking about you going to Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia. It's going to be on Friday, October 13th. Uh, what what do we expect from the show? Is it like the new songs, Love of the New Money or Greatest Hits? Bring yeah, in? Yeah, we it's, 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 I got a bunch of albums at this point, so a lot of songs. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun to like. I remember when I started, I had like when it, my first song "Keep Your Head Up" came out, and people pretty much knew that one. It was like a, a long set to get to that one. <laughs> <laughs> they keep waiting, and and then you purposely yeah. put it at the end to make them wait. Yeah, put it at the end, and everybody knows yeah. it at the end. So you're like, yeah. But now, um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to choose from. It's my band is incredible. The shows have been amazing. Yeah, we're excited, man. It's gonna be really fun. I love it. Yes, people will be singing songs and knowing all the songs throughout the whole show. Now, nowadays, right. you're, you're far yeah. enough along. Um, all right, cool. Well, whenever I have someone on, I love to try to move somewhat chronologically. So I know you're born in LA in '83. What what music did you dig on as a kid? You know what what sparked it for you? All right, so I didn't really care about music until high school. Just a super jock basketball. Oh, what posi- were you on? Un- were you down in the pain or were you like perimeter? I was a guard? I was a shooting guard. Yeah. And that was like my whole life. And on the way to basketball practice, I heard in the same car ride. It's like I woke up. I heard the Room for Squares album by John Mayer and uh, the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Wow. And both of those records were like, this is unbelievable. And then I became somewhat obsessed. <laughs> and, uh, I just kind of like started writing songs after that. Now, did you give up basketball right then and there, or is it like a transition? You go home and write some lyrics while yeah, doing some jump slow, shots. <laughs> slow process of, of yeah. realizing that, like, you know, this is basketball's probably not going to be the thing that I'm going to go into. So, yeah, uh, yeah then songs became more important. I love it. I love it. 
Well, tell me, um, I, before we even get to the first album, didn't you had a couple of EPs, The World Is Yours and... Sunlight Lights on Break. Yeah, these were yeah. things that I was selling while I, when I moved out to Los Angeles and street performed for four years. And I needed something, because at that point, you could still sell a CD uh, to, like, strangers that were walking by. <laughs> and so, yeah, we put together, like, little EPs just so I could, like, make a living out there. I love it. And then how do you get signed with S-Curve, the label? Yeah, so then um, my... My manager met him out. He came and saw me on the street. And uh, and I had written a song while street performing called Keep Your Head Up. And that kind of took off. Which yeah, is so that... lucky. I know, right? When you look back at it, like, now I've been doing this for a really long time. And I'm, like, blessed. And we're going to go play shows. And everybody knows the songs. It's amazing. Yeah. But to remember back how lucky that was to have written that song while street performing and then have it actually just go to the moon was nuts. Yeah. Oh, it definitely went to the moon. And that was on the first of the self-titled album, Andy Grammer, in 2011. Yeah. Keep your head up. Yeah. And Fine By Me was also in there. Just memories of totally. writing. Do you have memories of writing your Keep Your Head Up? I know we're I know we're talking about it was lucky that it got noticed and took off, but where were you, you know, what inspired writing it? So I had lost my mom passed away when I was 25, and mm. I wrote myself a little pick-me-up song. And uh that that's how it how it went, man. Wow. And it, it connected with everybody. Well, sorry for your loss, but you know, yeah, she lives, she lives on in the music. She lives on in the music for sure. That's awesome. Well, that's great. Um, well, then, of course, it just keeps getting picking up from there. You know, you do two more EPs, Live from L.A. and Crazy Beautiful. But then the second, I guess the big full next second full album would be Magazines or Novels in 2014. Everyone, all your fans love that one. And, of course, the most famous, um, you know, uh, uh, honey, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. How did that one come to you? That's catchy. <laughs> that one, you know, there's like so much pressure on the second record if you've had any success in the first one. Yeah. Um, and you, and I was like aware of it and tried to play off like I didn't care. And I was like, I'm just being an artist. But it was it's definitely there. Like you're fearful if you don't deliver again that uh, I don't know, they'll, they'll let you play music again. So I had written 100 songs for the second record. And um, and then we decided we still didn't have it. So went to write 101 and 101 for the second record was, was honey, I'm good. So you literally wrote 100. That's not just hyperbole. You had 100 and you're like, all right, let's. Do oh, this. yeah. Yeah, 100 wow. songs and then 101. So sometimes you don't even have to be talented. You just got to be like persistent. Yeah, just do it long <laughs> enough. Just like, <laughs> just keep going until the magic shows up. Yeah. Give it 101%. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, that also had uh, Good to Be Alive, Hallelujah. And if you go to any, I don't know, folks, if you've been to the shows or not, I've seen you once, but it, when you're at a yeah. show, everyone always that's the one that everyone's singing it's good to be alive right about now like yeah, i don't know it really like, picked it picks up i think it really gets yeah, the it, going <laughs> it gets going for sure how that how'd you write that one? Oh man what was that that was that was actually a song that i wrote at so we i think we put put the i know that that one came after i wrote honey i'm good so i think that was like added after and uh that was just being psyched about having a hit you know yeah <laughs> you work so hard you like you know, I've been out on the street for four years, like with no one caring. And then you get a little bit lucky with a song that goes and then you write a hundred songs and you just like there's so much of it is is persistence and struggle. And then there's one there's like these little periods where everything's going great. So yeah, you better enjoy it and appreciate it. Yeah. So was that where in the hundred was that? Was well, if I recall that that one came, that was like a after well, I think we put out the record and maybe that one came on at the end of it. Like okay. like an add-on or something, yeah. Oh, okay. So it was, and that might have been 102 then. All right. Yeah, uh, very possibly. 
<laughs> All right. And moving right along, you do a couple EP, Spotify singles comes out. But then the third full album, The Good Parts, comes out in 2017 with Fresh Eyes. Everyone knows that. Uh, now all I see is you with Fresh Eyes. Uh, you can sing. I can't. But yeah. <laughs> we're uh, like I've asked the others, you know, and memories of putting it together or how it came to you. That one is one of my favorite songs I've ever written because I didn't know that it was that good when I wrote it. And that has really opened me up to just be open every time that I'm writing songs now. Cause that one, I like, I, we wrote the song left for the day. and was like, well, we missed today, but that's okay. You know, we'll, we'll write another one tomorrow. I'm the hundred song guy. We'll just like keep going, <laughs> but to know that you don't always know. And so to stay open to the process and just that, that that's really great. Cause now I'll be in a session or, or I'll be writing something by myself and I'll have a sense that it's not amazing, but then I'll be like, well, fresh eyes. I didn't know. And that thing went pretty crazy. So, you know, just finish it. That's I my love finish that. Your song. Yeah. I love that. That snuck up on you. And and it's like a, a, a lesson. It was a teachable moment. Now you're used it as like, oh, this could be a fresh eyes moment. Maybe I should stick so with it. I this. did not know that that was a great song. I mean, I wrote it and I enjoyed writing it, but I didn't think I did not think that was going to be like a big hit or anything. Yeah, I love it. Well, I, and I love. Go Thanks for going through all these. I just like. I love that, you know, there's a lot of pop stars that are or, or rock stars, whatever, they're on your level. But, you know, other people write the songs and whatever. That, I know it's part of the business, but I love that to yeah. hear that you're you're writing them. You know, you actually have your hand in these. It, I think oh, it you got sets to. you apart. That, that's you know? like such a huge piece of it when it comes to like uh, the shows, because these you, you're sharing your experience. And so people you like you have this moment where you really connect people who don't like go to shows sometimes don't get it. Like, why would you cry at a show? Right. You're like you don't get it then yeah. because I've gone through life with this person and I yeah. really connect to their story and they've helped me through like in dark moments. I put their music on um, and I've had that experience when I go see other people, too. I'm like when they walk out on stage, it's not just like, oh, I like this person. It's like, oh, man, they've done something for me. This person has really been with me through some stuff, you know. Yeah, it's like an old friend you've carried through and gone through ups and downs with together and shared a journey. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, my listeners will come with and at least do the fourth album, Naive, in 2019. Don't give up on me. You know, I'm not giving yeah. up yet, even when I'm down to my last breath. Um, yeah, where, where were you going through at that point in your life? You know, how does that... You're, you're talking about your connection with the fans. What do you think you 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 all experienced together through that song? Too? Yeah, that was... I wrote that one with some friends of mine, and we'd written uh, four, four songs already mm -hmm. that day. And we'd been writing and writing and writing, and I was actually ready to just call it. And one of my other good friends, Jake... He's an incredible writer. He's like, let's just write a song about not giving up writing songs. And um, that one, okay. 
it's like a double out. meaning. So if there's anything, <laughs> if there's anything you get from this interview with me, is that like I'm actually not that good. I just don't stop. <laughs> like I just will, I I will never stop until you get something that moves your soul or that everybody agrees is like, oh man, that's great. And so so much of it is uh is just persistence, man. Yeah. Like knowing knowing what what you love and what you what you're trying to write about and then not stopping, you know? And and being okay to have like eight songs in a row that are just the worst. <laughs> and then you'll but no one will e even hear them. So right. it's like it doesn't matter. Just like keep going. That Stay helped you get those keep eight writing. helped get you to the ninth yes. that one or those ninety-nine yes. helped you get you to one hundred or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's the inspiration for perspiration. The fuel, the fuel these days is knowing what happens and how much service it can be to other people mm -hmm. for not giving up writing songs. So if you it, if I had stopped and not written it, then like I get all these stories and incredible stuff of like, oh, you know, we're going my mom is going through cancer and we listen to that song every day to start the day to get things going or, you know, just like crazy, unbelievable stories. Yeah. So now it's not just, Oh, I, I, uh, I got to stay persistent because I want to have a, a cool piece of art. Now it's a little bit like, Oh man, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to stop before a song that is uh, that like helps people in a certain way. So it adds a whole sweetness to it. Right. Like you, you, if, if you felt in one moment when you're tempted to become lazy and not push through, you're yes. thinking of all of the inspirational stories that will never happen if you don't go through, you know, you know what I mean? You're, you're taking yes, it away before yes. they, people could even hear it. We are uh, all connected. And so if you don't show up and do what you do the best, you're, it's not just like hurting you. Like everybody needs what you have to bring. So you got to keep going. Right. If you were like, I got to pick up my daughter. I'm not doing this interview. And you, we wouldn't have ever had this conversation. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for powering through. Crying, listening to this interview right now. It's changing their lives. Right? Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, it, but maybe it'll inspire them to pick up your songs, which will then change your life. Okay. Know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. More, more like that. I'm just the conduit. Um, yes. But anyway, yeah. Well, I guess then I guess if we're going to bring it full circle, then then uh, all the way back around to the most recent EP, The Art of Joy. Damn, it feels good to be me and love myself and save my life and lease on life. There's a lot of these titles that are like, you know, yeah, that, was... that are, that are going to definitely inspire people. Coming out of the pandemic, man, I had a rough pandemic. I don't know how yours was, but it was gnarly. You couldn't like go anywhere. I'm a super extrovert. I get mm -hmm. filled up, obviously, by being around lots of people on a nightly basis. Yep. And uh, that was very uncomfortable. So I had to write a bunch of songs um, kind of about who am I when that's not happening? And there was some weird, dark, dark times there yeah. that I pushed through. Yeah. Like, who are you really when it just all that stripped away and it's just you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Didn't really love the answer, to be honest. A lot of work to do. Oh, wow. Or you're like, maybe I'll go back to basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was brutal. But um, but it, yeah, that you know, you mine yourself for for hopefully good art. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, what are you mining next? Anything else on the horizon that we might hear Man. might hear snippets of it at the show in West Virginia, or or is it yeah, still you know, too early to tell? We, well, we just put out a song. Uh I just put out a song with Pentatonics called expensive that i really dig and so that's been fun figuring out how that's going to come across live um the show itself is like really fun and high energy yeah. my band's incredible and there's lots of jumping around the set is amazing and the light like the whole thing is really i'm really excited to head back out and get back into that swing of things 
I love it. Now, when you're doing the pentatonics, are, are they are you guys actually in a room together or is it like recorded separately and then you put it together and post or whatever? Yeah, I've become really good friends with them. Um, I spoke at their Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony where they got their star. Whoa. And uh, and so kind of out of that, I had this song that I written. And I'm like, oh, man, there's this. I had initially had a vocoder as the hook and I was like, it'd be way cooler if it was if it was the pentatonic singing on it. Yeah. And so they came into the studio and we did the whole thing and we was very collaborative. And I love how it came out. That's cool. Do you have your star yet? Or what do we got to do to get you a star? Oh, no, I'm waiting on it. We're waiting on that call. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this interview, we'll do it. You know, this should this should kick it over the top, I think. Yeah. Whoever's crying listening to this will be the one to pick up and call the powers that be. Yes. But, yes. Hey, speaking of, I, I, thanks for taking me through your music career. Just a random one at the end. You mentioned Hollywood. What is the Andy Grammer like? Go to movie or or genre of movie. You know what? What do you what what do you dig on? You know when you when you or or is it maybe a TV show? I know everyone's streaming stuff now. When I watch the last yeah. thing I saw that like really got me was Jury Duty. You see mm, Jury Duty? Hilarious. Did you watch it? Oh yeah, of course. It was like the that Joe was... Schmo show or the Truman Show, but yeah, yeah, like these show that where they're able to go like you know, kind of rambunctious rebellious like yeah. uh messing with people and then yeah. it ends with like a gooey center like i love that <laughs> yeah. i love like all judd apatow movies same okay. thing like sure. tons of cursing and like debauchery and then gooey center at the end so That's, wait like, what's, your, what's your what's your favorite of the apatow is it like 40 old virgin yeah i just rewatched knocked up and that'll get me every time the yeah. point where he like kicks the other the friend out of the 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 delivery room and takes over <laughs> like ah oh, that's like i'm crying on the plane watching like i love that stuff that's my yeah. favorite apatow and yeah. train wreck was good too yeah he's had a run he's, had a he's run. got a run it's like emotionally grounded but like ridiculous that's my favorite all right. Well, he's done a run and you've probably got to run because you got to yes. the kid. It's cool. So um, <laughs> it's the best I can do to bring it back around. Uh, anyway, well anything else you want to say before we run? You invite our listeners on out. I think we're good, man. Everybody come on out and sing together. We all need that badly. We, like there's something really special about singing in large groups of people, specifically at this moment to feel the connection of like a large group singing together is just good for the soul. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Absolutely. We'll leave you with that. Hey, thanks so yeah. much for doing this. This is so much fun. Thank you. Lovely chat with you, man. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.